everyone, welcome to Reading Works Wonders. I'm Cheryl McNeil Fisher. Kathy King and I want you to feel inspired and encouraged and know the wonder in writing. Kathy has a special guest today and they're going to be talking about KDP, Kindle Direct Publishing on Amazon. Be sure to listen to the end so that you can hear all the information you'll need to know to contact our guest and show notes, as well as contacting us on www.writingworkswonders.com. Welcome to Writing Works Wonders. This episode is a unique format. It's an author clinic, and the topic is publishing your work in Kindle and Amazon. Writing Works Wonders author clinics are brief episodes designed to accelerate your success in writing and publishing. Our guest today is Seamus King, independent author of fantasy fiction, editor and publisher. Welcome, Seamus. We are so pleased to have you on the show, and thank you for spending time with us. I'm glad to be here. Seamus, can you tell us, why was it that you decided to publish your work through Amazon's format and Kindle? Well, frankly, part of it was impatience with the publishing world as it is and the process of writing a book, getting it fully edited, then needing to find an agent who then might get your work into a publishing house. There's a lot of ifs about that, and a lot of good writers never even manage to get to the agent stage. Rather than going a more traditional route, I decided to take matters into my own hands. And when was this that you published your first book in the independent format on Amazon? The first one, it was probably five years ago, 2016. So that gives us an idea of the period that you're talking about in the publishing world with Amazon and Kindle. I'm going to be asking you about the publishing process with Amazon's Kindle. But first, let's think about what should authors know ahead of time about using this platform for the distribution of their work. Thinking about the pros and cons, you've mentioned a little bit of the positives. It shortens the publishing time. But what do you think they should know ahead of time? What you need to know ahead of time is, unlike going through a traditional publisher, when you're self-publishing, you are in charge of everything. Amazon will do some marketing for you if you pay them. The only way to get yourself in front of more potential customers through just Amazon's algorithms is to get reviews. But it's hard to get those unless people see you. That's actually probably the most important part of it is even once you get through all the stages, the most important metric for how many people are going to see your work are reviews. Positive or negative. Amazon puts you forward based on how many reviews have been given for your for your work. And that's if people are not searching for you specifically, but are just looking around, maybe put in your genre, your general topic, words related to your work. Right. Okay. We've all shopped with Amazon and seen the suggested book bar appear at the bottom. You get there either through paid advertisements through Amazon or through Amazon's own algorithms, which are largely based on how related your title is, and it's going to put people there in preference by the number of reviews they have. Okay. And the benefits that you see in using the platform versus maybe another independent publishing platform? First off, there's the sheer amount of access to customers you get through the use of Kindle. Kindle is probably at this point the most widely used e-reader. Amazon will also allow you to have a print-on-demand model so you can actually sell print copies of your books as well. That's a dramatic bonus that has been added in the past couple of years, and numbers suggest that paper copies outsell ebook copies by two or three to one. 
And that's still the case today? That is still the case today. Okay, let's back up a second. For those that don't know, we need to explain print-on-demand. Right. Print-on-demand simply means that when a customer clicks the button to order a print copy, Amazon will then print it and send it to them. There's not a cache of books or warehouse of your book sitting somewhere in boxes by the dozens or the hundreds. And actually, you can look at this as a very green solution, correct? Absolutely. Because if you're not killing trees and printing 3,000 or 10,000 copies of a book, which was the way that we traditionally did it, and still some publishers do it, plus the cost of storing them, electricity, heat, air conditioning, and then distribution. And then right. what if we have an error in the book? Do we destroy all those copies? Who takes the cost of that? But in print-on-demand, you can make a change to the manuscript, and then it can show up in the next one that's printed for the customer. Right. For updating your book, Amazon has a turnaround of approving it, I have found, of 24 to 48 hours. Wow. And in that time frame, your customers will still be able to buy the original. As you said, it saves an immense amount of energy, all told. And that's all that print-demand means. Excellent. Okay. You can talk to, I've talked to at least, authors that have experienced the other situation and the headaches involved in errors that were documented in the original versions of their books. So this print-on-demand, it really came out quite a few years ago, and it really has changed publishing, although not everybody is yet using it. So could you explain the process to us? I know as many books as I've published, and many of them were print-on-demand, I went through a formal publisher I don't understand the Amazon Kindle publishing process. First, give us an overview, one, two, three, what are the steps, and then we'll drill down and talk about those steps a bit. The process is pretty simple. First off, you get your manuscript. You write your manuscript, you get it set to the best of your ability. When you go in, you've signed up for Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing, that's free. There's no cost associated there. You get started up, you go in, start your book, it will ask for name, your name, if it's part of a series, all that information. It will give you a couple of formats you can upload it in. We'll put an asterisk there because that's an important step there. But you upload it in the appropriate format. It lets you pull up a proof copy so you can modify as appropriate. Then you upload a cover, set a price point, whether you want to be Kindle only or whether you want to also have the on-demand. With Amazon, it then asks if you want to be enrolled in Amazon Choice. That means that in exchange for offering your book to them exclusively, as in not published in any other ebook format, readers who have Kindle Unlimited have free access to your book. And they remunerate you on that based on the number of pages actually read. After that, you click a button that says, Amazon, it's already and done. Generally, within 24 hours, your ebook will be available. It's two to three days for the paperback or hardback, whatever you've chosen. Once you select for a print copy, it will give you a variety of options of sizes, what kind of binding for you to choose from, and then two or three days later, it's available for, for purchase on Amazon. Well, that's very interesting. It's pretty straightforward the way you explain it. So there's the preparing the manuscript. We know that can take years, or it can take a year, maybe. And that's a whole other set of podcast episodes about writing and editing, etc. But then there's the, the submitting it into the system, setting up your account with the system. But you said choosing the format was an important discussion. Well, much like 
other steps along the way. This is where we cycle back to what's both a benefit and a con of using this self-publishing system. How good are you at formatting a book? How long is your manuscript? How effective are you at making your 300-page manuscript look professional, well done? How much experience do you have with this system? If you are good at format and typesetting, then great. That's a fantastic place to be. If you're not, that's when you start to look at the freelance market. If you're not an expert, and I'll say this a couple stages along the way, it pays dividends in your final product to find an expert to do this for you. And there are freelancers who specialize in that. One of the reasons that I was a little bit uncertain about the hard copy proof thing is I have a format expert who takes over it for me as soon as I get her the final edited copy. And between the publications I was putting out five years ago, when I was doing it all myself, and the ones I've been putting out recently in this past year, the difference in quality of when I started to hire experts to do the stages that I'm not an expert at is dramatic. So you're outsourcing certain tasks. Just like we go to an editor to review our work and give us an outside view of our writing, you're saying, I'm not an expert in layout. Well, you're an author. So let the expert tell me and set it up the best way so that it's going to be read well, received well, etc. Now, I would hazard a guess that probably the other area is the cover. Right. You've got three to four key areas there. This is actually the biggest pro versus con situation, is if you go to a traditional publisher, they will take care of all these other steps for you. They have the contacts, they have the resources. Amazon, you can upload an image that you've picked. They have cover creator software. But much like with a format, unless you're an expert, going to a cover artist, specifically a cover artist, not just a graphic designer, makes a huge difference. And that's another price point. Okay, and where is it that you would find such people that you would hire as experts for dealing with the Amazon format and covers for Amazon? Is there a marketplace within the Amazon system for you to select people, or do you go somewhere else to find them? Not that I've seen. The most effective place I've seen for gathering these contacts is places like Twitter. There's a hashtag writing community where there are a lot of people that do that. You can find that hashtag across a great deal of social media platforms. But you ask the writing community who they use, where they find. They'll tell you who they've worked with. And if they are, and they usually are, good professional artists of their type, they'll have a website where you can then go look at examples of the work they've done so far. And they'll have different prices depending particularly cover artists. They might have some templates that are already made that you can put your title and your name on and you're already set. Or you can talk with them about a custom cover. It depends how much you're willing or able to spend. Okay, well that's really good to know. I had heard of other sources, but I think this is a much better way to go about it. Asking for recommendations from people who have used these experts, and then looking at their websites to look at samples and the services they offer, as well as the price points. So some critical analysis goes there in making your decision about who you're going to use for services. I expect understanding their prior experience, how long they've been doing the work they're doing. I had another question about, did you have any outside help? And we already covered all of that. Pretty much. My answer is yes and no. Different stages of my writing career. 
And you would recommend it for people starting off? Yes. Mm-hmm. The, there's an illusion in self-publishing with KDP that it's pretty much free, but you get what you pay for, at the very, very least. And I say this as an editor, please get somebody else to edit your work. The more pairs of eyes you get on it, the better it will be. Even as it comes down to the simplest thing like typos, there's an industry knowledge that each pair of eyes will catch 80% of the typos in the work. Very good. That is another fact that you're not only a, an author, but you have a long history of doing editing for people in all sorts of different areas. Right. Yeah, so you're speaking from that experience as well. What other avenues has your work developed in? You've been an author and an editor, we've mentioned that, but you have a new venture that you're involved in. What's that? Jazz House Publications, having learned a number of these lessons on the way, a partner from the writing community and I got together and started Jazz House Publications, which can get you access to a number of these experts that we sort of have in our digital Rolodex. Our largest idea there has been trying to streamline the process for authors who haven't been with publishers before to help people get their stories out. Because as we've gone over so far in this podcast, the process is really, really simple, deceptively so. It's easy to think that you can do it all yourself. Part of the purpose of Jazz House is to help authors get their work out there. The access of your work should not be limited by your ability to make a cover or your ability to edit your own manuscript or create an effective ebook or print book format because they work differently and they appear differently. If you have a story, it's important that you have the tools to get that story out as professionally as possible. And that's where Jazz House is trying to fill the gap. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you very much for being with us today, Seamus. How can people get in contact with you? Can you share the sites that you have and information for them? The Jazz House's website is jazzhousepublications.com. We have uh, contact information there, galleries of our books. We have calls for submissions because part of what we're doing in our efforts to get people's stories out to the world is we are putting out anthologies of writers from the writer community, of people who have had stories to tell but have never really been part of the process much before, and some experienced authors. We've got calls for submissions. We've got lists of the services we can find for you. We have book galleries so you can see what we've done, and we have contact information. We're happy to listen to you and help how we can. And so they can also find information about being able to reach you as an editor or just talking about their book ideas? I am on Twitter as Seamus the King. A simple tag me in your post, tag the writing community if you've got a question about getting your books, and we will do our best to help you. We're a community, and that's important. Okay, so that hashtag is on Twitter and other social media is hashtag writing community. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to start following that as well. The Jazz House's Twitter handle, so that you can tag us and find us there too, because we are happy to answer questions at Jazz House PR. Very good. Hopefully we'll have you back for another episode. This is Writing Works Wonders. Thank you for being with us today, listeners. And you can find this episode, show notes, and other resources at writingworkswonders.com. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us today at Writing Works Wonders. Kathy and I are thrilled to be with you. Now tap or click on that button that says subscribe so that you will not miss our show. There's also a link right there for you to click or tap on that'll take you directly to our show notes where you'll find everything that we just talked about. You can go to our website at www.writingworkswonders.com and our email is writingworkspodcast.gmail.com. We hope that you feel encouraged and inspired. We want you to feel and know the wonder in writing. Until next time, keep on writing. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.